to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Today I want to talk to you about values. What a surprise. I'm often talking about values. But specifically today I want to talk about values as a space to ground in. So when we are thinking about our values, um, I often talk about how they are a very practical tool that we can use. And this is a really great example of how we can use our values to be a space, um, like a, like a tool to support us as we make decisions, as we move forward, as we just build our confidence in knowing ourselves and trusting ourselves. Um, and when we are thinking of grounding, so if you think of the idea of grounding as like coming, like kind of bringing yourself down, or, or not down as in like sad, but like you know, rather than sometimes we can get up in our heads, we can get in our thoughts, we can get overwhelmed, we can get caught up in anxiety, we can get caught up in overanalysis, procrastination, perfectionism, all of those pieces. When I think of grounding, I think of grounding as coming back to like a space of um, what can feel like that space of security and stability and safeness. And if you think of grounding, of course, I'm going to bring in a gardening reference and the earth and nature. So if you think of like a tree, like, you know, really rooted into the ground, or if we think of grounding as in like just planting two feet on the ground and really being stable. Um, And often as humans, for our nervous system, for us, finding that sense of safety and security is really important. And I think that grounding is kind of like a way, the feeling or the kind of, maybe it's just how we can encapsulate that idea of kind of like finding a space of of safety or finding a space to ground in who we are or who we want to be. And that's where I think values can come in. And so thinking around that kind of nervous system response, one of the the key things that can happen when we feel overwhelmed or anxious or when we are, you know, trying to make decisions quickly or when we are faced with some sort of stimulus that, you know, elicits a response in us, it is easy or sometimes it's easy uh, to react to, you know, sort of have that kind of feeling thought action or sometimes even feeling action and then maybe some thought later so like that reacting you know something happens and we react um and our values offer us a space to ground in to respond from and so when we are overwhelmed or anxious or when things are happening in the world that we really want to talk to or talk about or take action on our values offer us a space to instead of be reactive where what can often happen when we react is we can often act into the default values and the default values that we've been exposed to are those values from your family, the values from um, educational institution, professional values, cultural values, social values. Um, and so they're values that we kind of have been programmed into or asked to take on or just been exposed to. And so without stopping and pausing, often what we can do is react within those default values. 
Um, so, you know, a good example could be that in your business, if you are, if you've been um, socialized as a woman, um, a people pleaser, then sometimes when somebody asks us something, our reaction can be to say yes, or our reaction can be that we don't want to disappoint them. Like that initial thing, um, like the reaction, initial reaction is that kind of people pleasing stuff comes up. And then the default values we act into are that idea of not disappointing people, saying yes, pleasing other people, um, sacrificing our own needs, or even just discounting our needs completely. And so we react into the cultural values. And what our own values give us an opportunity for in those times is a space to respond from. So sometimes we need the physical like time and space, like I'll come back to that later. But even within like the moment or within those kind of things, I mean, obviously taking a nice deep breath (laughs) to slow ourselves down, to slow down, and then to actually ground in our values, to actually come back to does this move me towards my values? And so when you are in those situations – responding from that and you might think well that's almost impossible to like come to that space really quickly and it is absolutely and that's why we need to slow down to give ourselves space to move away from that idea of urgency where we have to react or respond super quickly which is often end up being a reaction rather than a response where we have to say yes straight away where we have to give people answers there is no have to's and often those things are shoulds right and a should is a red flag in our relationship to ourselves so when you're in those spaces what you want to be able to do is give you the time and space to actually ground in your values however that might need to look within your business so if you find yourself continually reacting and then acting into the default values This can be a space where you can use your values as an opportunity to ground in and to respond from. However, it's really important that you create the time, space, whatever you need to actually allow yourself to access that grounding, to actually come back to your values. Whether it be something as simple as, you know, wherever you tend to respond to emails, like at your computer, at your desk or whatever, having your values visually up on the wall in front of you. So you can literally read an email and look up at your values, read through them and use that as an exercise to then ground in to respond from. Um, whether it be giving yourself physical time. So having an autoresponder that says, I only reply to emails on Wednesday or I reply to, you know, requests for partnerships and collaborations um, within, you know, approximately seven days. If you haven't heard from me then please feel free to reach out again because things do get lost. Um, but, you know, you can, you can, that's almost that way of sort of buying yourself time and not that you need to justify your time but if you are trying to unlearn default values sometimes using strategies like that can feel supportive it can feel pretty hard to just go cold turkey and just be like I'm not going to explain myself to anybody and I'm just going to make decisions in my values and if they've got a problem with me not responding to their email then that's their problem yes absolutely it is and we are also existing and and learning and unlearning from those values so bring yourself some compassion and cut yourself some slack. If you need little steps along that way um, to actually support you to be able to access your values to ground in, then give themselves, give you them, give yourself them. Well, can't speak. So values are a space to ground in to respond from rather than react. So that's one of the really key ways we can use our values as a tool to ground in. And the places or spaces where this can be really helpful um, are when we are often, you know, pulled into those default values, but also when um, when other kind of emotions or feelings or responses come up. So one of the really big ones is fear. And again, as humans, um, we are mammals, we are part of nature. Um, and as mammals, we have a, um, you know, we have a nervous system that, that responds to 
um, our sense of safety and can create a feeling in us of fear sometimes when things are just unknown sometimes maybe when we've experienced them in the past and it hasn't gone great um, sometimes it can just be when it's something new and unknown like a novelty thing then then our body will kick into that kind of um, that response to try and protect us and so our values can be a great space to ground in to decide whether taking action is the way we want to move forward and so when you are faced with fear fear maybe of getting it wrong fear of offending someone fear of you know not 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 um acting into those people pleasing uh defaults fear of um failing fear of maybe doing harm we can ground in our values to know whether taking action or moving forward is still actually aligned with where we want to go. Is our fear there trying to protect us from a sense of, you know, from 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 not from the belonging piece, from some of the things we've been told as part of our culture and society that if we don't do them, that there's something wrong or that, that you know, there's consequences, which can elicit a fear response. Is it fear because actually it is unsafe, um, for example, um, or is it something else going on? Now, it doesn't mean you have to take action, but by grounding in your values, you get an idea of where is that fear coming from and, and what is that fear hoping to protect you from? And is this a place where you take action anyway? Because sometimes taking action despite fear is a way to give our nervous system that information that everything is okay, that it is safe. Um, And so rather than get stuck in fear, rather than individual, you know, internalize the idea that there's something wrong with us, rather than letting fear be the thing that guides your action, you can ground back in your values as an um, a space to get clear on and curious about whether taking action is right for you or the next best step for you. We're going to talk about right and wrong in a minute. Um, Spoiler, no such thing. So if you are in a space where you're feeling fear, so let's say you are wanting to, I don't know, do something like be more visible. So maybe it's on social media, maybe it's doing public speaking, like, you know, um, breaching out in that kind of thing. Maybe it's just even reaching out to people to connect. So a way where you're, where you're, you need to, I suppose, put yourself out there, maybe be a bit vulnerable, be more visible. So there are some very real cultural and social messages that we've received, particularly if you've been socialized as a woman, around fear, around being visible. That is actually true. It exists, right? So there's that piece. There's the fear of maybe getting something wrong or the fear of not belonging. And belonging is a very real human need. Feeling like we belong um, is, is part of feeling safe as a human. And so the fear around that is very real. But what we can do with our values is come back to that as a space to ground in, like, is this still what we want to do? So despite knowing that these things happen, um, despite knowing that um, I, I will feel, you know, fearful, I feel a bit uncomfortable, I'm probably going to get my nervous system's probably going to, you know, go into that kind of like overdrive. Um, do I want to make take action anyway. Is this still important to me? And you can come back into why you want to do it. Do you want to do it because you think you should, because some business coach said that the the key to making $11 billion every 0.5 seconds is is being more visible? Um, or is it because it's something important to you, connections important to you? And so reaching out to someone is really important. Um, is it important to you to actually push yourself into feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Some people find that is a really important strategy for them for their growth um, and for their their moving forward. I don't think it's necessary, so I just want to put that out there right now. I don't think we have to get 
you know, make ourselves uncomfortable to be quote unquote better people. And also I'm not going to discount that for some people that actually that experience of getting a little bit uncomfortable can be really helpful. Um, now, when it comes to fighting systemic oppression and doing things like that, yes, absolutely, I believe we have to get uncomfortable. Um, but there's so many places that we have to get uncomfortable because we do need to um, face down injustice and and do things differently. That you know, sometimes it's okay to find to, to stay in the comfort zone in other spaces. However, I'm not going to, like I said, discount the fact that for some people, pushing yourself into that space of feeling a little bit uncomfortable is super helpful for growth and doing things and 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 having challenges. So go for it if that is you know yourself and that's what this is all about knowing yourself and what actually is supportive to you versus what you think you should do or what somebody said you should do because there's a lot of rhetoric in the business world about about that about you know fake it till you make it um take action despite the fear um you know get uncomfortable to to get growth um and so yeah i think find the things that actually are supportive for you and your values is really important. So fear can be something that comes up. And so grounding in your values can give you the information you need to make a decision whether taking action is what you want to do despite the fear. Um, Confidence, that's a really big one. Um, So often we are looking for confidence before we take action or we're trying to make this confidence. And again, that whole fake it to you, make it thing comes up in my mind when I think about confidence. But confidence is something that we can you know, it can distract us, I suppose, sometimes from where we want to go, or sometimes we can judge ourselves for not being confident enough. And I think values is a way that we can, it's not so much bypassing confidence, but it's also, it's, I suppose it's putting confidence into perspective or the need for confidence in in perspective. You can feel, you, you don't have to have confidence to take action. If you're grounded in your values and you know it's the next step you want to take, Knowing that and grounding in our values can sometimes give you the impetus to move forward and take the action you need to take despite feeling like you don't have enough confidence, despite feeling like there's that fear in place. So grounding in your values can give you an opportunity to, I suppose, yeah, put different emotions as they come up, fear, lack of confidence um, or feeling like a feeling of a lack of confidence I should um, be explicit about too because sometimes it's just more a feeling or a thought Um, and can help you to put that into perspective around where you want to go when you know what your values are when you know the actions you want to take in your values it can help you have that space to ground in and take action anyway the other piece around grounding our values is it gives us an alternative to the whole idea of right versus wrong, good versus bad, the binary way, which is a supremacy characteristic of characterizing things like one or the other, black or white, good or bad, either or, right or wrong. Our values give us a much more um, explicit idea, a much more realistic or grounded space to make choices from. So rather than thinking, am I making the right choice? Because the whole idea of right and good is often steeped in those kind of moral, um, those kind of ideas of morality and good. And that can be, and that is, that does come down to values. But because a lot of the time it's those external values, those values of the culture, values of the system, values of the organisation and anything outside of that's, you know, deemed wrong or bad or, or you know, evil in some 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 organisations, um, that it becomes that binary choice. Your values give you a space to ground in in this instance too. So my fellow health professionals, I know that we don't want to get things wrong. Right? We don't want to hurt people. We don't want to harm people. We don't want to do the wrong thing, say the wrong thing. We don't want to, um, 
yeah, do things that hurt other people, of course, but also that might hurt ourselves and our business and, and moving forward. So we don't want to like, oh, if I say yes to this thing, is that the right choice? Um, firstly, we we can only make decisions based on our best, best available information in this moment. And one of the big pieces of information we can have is our values. So we can ground in our values. And rather than the question being, what's the, what's the right step? What's the right way? What's the right thing to do? It can be, what's the values driven thing to do? What's the next values driven step that I can take in my business? What's the next values driven um, action for me to move me towards my values and so you can think about it from that perspective so instead of thinking of things as right and wrong we can think of things is based in your values are they are those are they taking you somewhere you want to go are they moving you towards your values because there's no such real thing as right or wrong good or bad because it's all subjective but also you know it's all made up too um and so at the end of the day living your life living your best life living the life that you want to live is about being true to yourself and being true to your values most of the time of course because we're not here for perfectionism um versus doing it right 100% of the time or being right like right being this external judgment you know being ethical being moral being right be even the words values driven it's driven by your values because it's all individual values are person specific and so when we get judged or when we judge ourselves or judge others it's information for ourselves about our values but when we think about things being good or bad or right or wrong it's in line with somebody's values right and the person's values that you want to be in line with more often than not is yours if you want to be building your own values driven business and values driven life. It's your values. It's your values that are the driver, not somebody else's, because otherwise you're going to be chasing your tail, living a life you think you should. You know, these ideas of right and wrong, they're so like, you know, if you if you could probably even think about some of the spaces where you've got information about what's right and wrong, it's different. It's contradictory across different spaces because it's acting into a set of values. The right and wrong, what goes on the right column and what goes in the wrong column is driven by the values of the space and the situation and I think that I mean like pretty much everything within the human experience or most things anyway because it's really hard to have absolutes but most things in the human experience there is no binary right or wrong good or bad black or white there's a whole lot of gray and even within that making decisions that are the best or the next step we want to take as far as our values can be gray as well. Because the next best step that's aligned with your values can be different depending on the day, depending on the resources, depending on what's going on for you. So even that's not black and white. So it's not even like we can go, okay, well, I'll just make my own column of right and wrong based on my own values because there is no binary. So if you do find yourself getting stuck in the right or wrong, what's the right choice? What's the next right step? What's the right thing to do? How can I take action to not do harm, to not hurt people? It doesn't really exist. And the alternative I'd like to, well, you can try and act into that. But often what happens is we we get tied in knots and we get stuck in this binary way of acting and taking action and, and viewing ourselves. And so the alternative I'd like to offer up to you is not to find the right or wrong, good or bad, but to find your values driven way, your values driven way forward, your values driven way sometimes of even just staying still, your values driven way of being and showing up in the world and letting that be what it is in any one moment, that it can change. And so in the moment, you can ground in your values right now, based on my values, based on how I feel, the resources available, 
what I, is important to me in this moment? What's the decision I want to make? And by coming back and grounding in your values, you get the opportunity to make the decision that you need to make in the moment versus this arbitrary right and wrong piece. Rather than worrying that we're going to get it wrong, we can redefine what getting it wrong means. That getting it wrong doesn't necessarily mean harming people. That, that getting it right doesn't necessarily mean doing no harm. That getting it right, quote unquote right, means acting in a way that's driven by our own values so that we are responsible to that, so that we are accountable to ourselves and our values. And so that then as we relate to people, as we build spaces where we repair harm, we have our values as the basis to act into versus when we're trying to do the quote unquote right thing through somebody else's values and we do do harm, it's harder to repair that because we haven't really taken action in our own values. And it does away with the whole idea of right versus wrong, good versus bad, because it's just the next values driven step for you, which of course, remembering that sometimes the next values driven step is actually staying still, <laughs> doing nothing. So I want to always add that in because I don't want to give the illusion or the um, impression, sorry, not illusion, the impression that taking action is always something that moves us forward. Um, the whole idea of taking action, making decision really, um, or making a values-based choice um, might be a choice to do nothing at all or to stay still, you know, to, to not move forward. So it's not always about moving forward or taking action, even though I sometimes use those terms. So that's why I chuck that in sometimes as a caveat to remind you that staying still and resting and being, just being, um, is a values-driven action. Okay, so that's what I wanted to offer up to you today, values as a space to ground in. So when you're making decisions, when you're in the moment, when you give yourself a moment, when you are choosing to say yes to something or no to something, when you are designing programs for your business, when you are putting together social media posts, when you're thinking about starting a podcast or a blog, or when you're thinking about um, doing more public speaking or speaking or attending a conference or whatever it might be, any decision that you're making in your business. Your values are a space to ground in. So, of course, get clear on your values first. Give yourself the space and time and whatever else you need to actually access your values. So maybe sometimes it's actually, you know, bringing your nervous system down first, particularly if it's like a high, um, like, you know, an immediate stimulus or high kind of stress situation, like where maybe we drop down in our sort of social, in our vagal kind of state, our nervous state. So first, you know, bring yourself back down, feel your feels, let that happen. And then ground in your values and use that as a place to take action or inaction, um, to make a decision, to take that as the place to choose from. Um, and when we ground in our values, it is about, yeah, just the next, the, the values-based embodiment, embodying your values um, through your choices, actions, decisions, inactions, whatever that might be. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm always keen to hear from you. If there's anything you would like to um, share, add, ask questions about, please reach out. You can drop a comment under the post over on Instagram at Dietitian Values. Send me an email, laura at dietitianvalues.com or um, send me a DM on Instagram as well if you, if you like to chat 
not in the social realm. Um, and I'd also love to put out a request to you if you um, have been listening along, if you really, if you find the podcast helpful, supportive, or just interesting, um, then please feel free to share it with your dietitian besties or health professional business entrepreneur besties, um, or even people you don't like. They don't have to be friends. That's okay too. <laughs> And share it along if you think this episode's something somebody needs to hear, or maybe it's like reminds you of a conversation you were having with somebody recently. Please feel free to share the podcast. Um, I'm always keen to, you know, spread the word and, and have more people listening along. Okay, until next time, um, I'll chat to you then. So uh, bye for now. So much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.